0: And welcome to another episode of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show brought to you by the Influence Alliance, which is the business building community for coaches and consultants who want to build a profitable and scalable business while making a much bigger impact in the world with their message. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, my guest today says Pinterest is changing in favor of e-commerce, but most brand owners are missing this. And joining me on today's show is Craig Lewis. Now, after... After leaving his full-time job of 12 years at the age of 28, Craig decided to go to university to study sports science with a view of being a strength coach. By the time he'd graduated, he knew that this was not the path for him. So he sold everything that he owned and decided to carve out his own path. Now, for the last two years, Craig's been living in Bali while running his Pinterest marketing agency. And on today's show, Craig is going to share how to use Pinterest as an e-commerce owner, why high traffic websites and online stores, he says they are a waste of time, and the mistakes nearly all e-com brands make when using Pinterest. So, so much more on today's show. Welcome, Craig. Yeah,
1: thank you for asking me onto the show. Um, oh, look, yeah, I'm looking
0: forward to- such a pleasure, such a pleasure. And I, I love the introduction where, you know, you came and did some studies and then realised, you know what, that's not really my path. And yeah. uh, now, of course, have walked the entrepreneurial journey for some time, figured out how to really leverage Pinterest. And so when I read uh, your bio, I thought, I've got to get you on the show and talk a little bit about this this particular platform. As yeah. you mentioned in the introduction, it's, it's an overlooked platform. But I have to say, Craig, another podcast that uh, we have on this podcast network, Women in Leadership, used to do, probably need to do more of, and probably will after we speak to you today, uh, infographics and sharing that across Pinterest. We would regularly get so many hits and listens from the Pinterest site. It was uh, actually incredible. So, it's still obviously a a website or a platform that is generating great results.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, for some reason and this is actually how I got started in my in my Pinterest agency a couple of years back I started my first couple of sites back in 2017 which is what I mentioned in the um, uh, introduction and foolishly maybe it was because I had my head down I was just doing what I needed to do to just do what I need to do and long story short I was able to attend a mastermind in Thailand in 2019 And everyone was sharing what they do and how they do what they do, basically meaning how they generate revenue. Is it a service-based business? Do you rely on traffic from different platforms? And I quickly realized that the the way I had built, like, two or three companies was not the norm. Uh, I had solely focused on Pinterest. And when I got speaking to these other business owners, it became pretty clear quite quickly uh that what i'd learned and how to leverage pinterest uh was actually quite niche and it's it wasn't it's not common and it's not it's still not common and i don't know why um but yeah long story short after the end of the mastermind uh i was encouraged by people in that mastermind to start a pinterest agency and i was in october 2019 and from there we've just kind of Grown month on month and year on year. So it's been amazing. I love that. I love that.
0: When when people say to me, I'm doing something that's quite unique and quite different, quite, you know. Everyone zigs, they zag, and go. That's the kind of people I want to talk to because why do what everyone else is doing? Don't follow trends, create them. And you've obviously uh, created a a trend on Pinterest. Now, for those people who may have been under a rock for uh, for a while, although I have to say I signed my husband up to Pinterest because he was, he's a carpenter, and uh, he was looking at barn doors. He said, "I think I'll make some." I said, "Well, go to Pinterest and go and have a look and see what other people are doing and give yourself some ideas." So you know, there's still people who may not know what. Pinterest is so. What is Pinterest, and how can it help our business?
1: Yeah, good question. So, I think a good place to start is what it's not, and what it's not is a social media platform. And a lot of people do think that Pinterest is a social media platform where you go for new ideas, inspiration, uh, and just even recipes. Like they, 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 they kind of the big like three topics that most people think. And business owners think that pinterest is for it's for inspiration ideas and recipes and they look for the wrong things on pinterest if that makes sense so people look for likes comments and reshares and like we don't track any of those metrics yeah. because we've come to understand over the last couple of years pinterest is a, is a, a search engine it's a, it's a it's google but for images and whereas youtube is a search engine for videos google and bing and uh, other search engines are actual text search engines and pinterest is the visual equivalent and for some reason that's become uh lost over the uh, since i guess since the start of pinterest it's it's changed a lot and maybe that's the reason why but definitely 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 it's has uh, gone under the radar of business owners in general that pinterest is is something weird like a social media platform that nobody quite understands but the truth is it's a search engine and until you approach it with that mindset, it's going to be a struggle, like you're going to do the wrong things because it's not that platform, it's a search engine. So So
0: knowing that it is a search engine then for a business and a lot of uh, the listeners to our audience and and people (laughs) viewing are service-based businesses. So really what they're selling is their expertise, their knowledge, programs and so forth, insights. And so considering that Pinterest is a search engine, then if we want to be found, if we do the correct things, On Pinterest, we will most likely be found. So, well, let's talk about what is, I mean, that's obviously one mistake. Un, or assuming that Pinterest is something, which it's not, so it's a search engine, what are some of the things that you see some businesses continue to do on the Pinterest platform that's not giving them the, the best results? Is it the kind of pictures and images that they're sharing? Uh, what kind of mistakes? Let's talk about those first so that we can avoid those and then yeah. let's look at some of the strategies that we need to uh, to do to ensure that we are found on that yeah. platform.
1: Yeah, that's another good question. So I think one even now, even one of the most common Uh, Mistakes that we see is not aligning your content with the structure of the Pinterest account, and what I mean is we've seen like dozens, hundreds, and hundreds of accounts over the last few years where it would be a a mishmash of personal stuff on on an account, uh, some business stuff some group boards, which obviously I can talk about that in a moment, and then a yeah. wide range of everything. And it's very, very confusing for Pinterest, which is an algorithm-based platform on yes. SEO, to figure out what is this board talking about. You have, like, lifestyle stuff, fashion stuff, some content stuff related to business. That's very confusing. So one of the one of the key things to do is only have... Boards on, a, on your own Pinterest account that tie in as specifically as possible to the content that's on your site. So if you're talking about a coach that hof, uh, offers somebody to make more money or uh, a coach that offers uh, how to create a business or any of the, like the major, major topics, mm-hmm. having an account set up specifically that uh, can host and hold images related to the content on the site that's key <laughs> it's the fundamentals for, for for starting and for growing um yeah so definitely and and tied in with that uh, similar mistake is the intention so what's the intention behind posting an image in the first place and i'll give you an example of what i mean by intention we work with quite a lot of fashion uh e-commerce brands and what they what they seem to do is Again, it goes back to treating it like social media. So on Instagram, you can put um, an image up and it would look beautiful and it, it'll probably gain some traction. Pinterest, it doesn't work like that. You need to tell people what is it that they can expect behind the image because ultimately, they're going to click on the image and go through to your site. If you have a raw image, and by raw, I mean no text, no um, no call to action, just a blank like lifestyle image, People are going to like it, and they're going to look at it, but they're not going to click through, because they're not 100% sure what's going to be behind. Are they going to be greeted by a landing page? That's an opt-in. Are they going to be taken to a product page where you've got the option to buy? Are they going to be taken to a piece of content around the uh, the way the, uh, the product's been made? It's quite confusing. So the intention is tell people, What it is that the image is about. It's okay to say this is a product image. You can even put the price on, like that's totally fine. You can even tell people what to expect behind uh, the image. So the more intentional you can be, uh, the the increased chances of someone clicking through and actually staying on. At your site. Because you, on the you, site. So yeah.
0: when you say about putting labels and information on it, you're actually saying put it on the actual image itself. I'd imagine, you know, you, there's obviously um, a headline and, and information, some text that you can include, but that's important. So I, I do believe also, uh, Craig, that not only are images being shared on Pinterest, but videos as well, I believe.
1: Yeah, there's a, yes, uh, there's a wide range of new, features that have come out recently. Obviously, video is popular. It's probably going to grow in popularity across all platforms. Um, However, uh, what we've seen over the last couple of years, video is popular on Pinterest. But if you take a static image, so like your standard Pinterest image, and then you make a very good uh, video, that's the same uh, related content, what we've seen is the static image generally has a higher click-through rate than a video. Yes. And you can, you can change the videos to not show all of the information. So let's say we have a piece of content that's uh, top 10 tips to do X, Y, Z. Mm. We've tested. We would show seven of the 10 and then say to read the rest to click through. And it still doesn't make a massive difference. So video is popular, definitely. We do make video pins for clients. Um, but our main focus is still right now on on static pins. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's
0: interesting. And for those people who are not that as familiar with with Pinterest, um, whenever you're talking about sharing a pin to the platform Pinterest, you're pinning it from your own website onto the Pinterest platform. So there's no real native uploading or has that changed? Is there any native uploading or it comes from your website?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And yeah, I'm glad you asked that because it'll help clarify how to actually pin. Uh, So right now, there's three main ways. The first is exactly what you've just said. So from your website directly to Pinterest, your own Pinterest account, and the more specific boards. That's the first way. The second way is using uh, schedulers. And the one that we favor out of all of them is uh, Tailwind because they're an approved partner. Basically means they're safe to use and you're okay. I think a couple of years ago, there was a a scheduler being used by a lot of content creators and it wasn't an approved partner and they shut the accounts down. Uh, So it's a good idea to, to stay with a safe one. And yeah, so the scheduler acts as a scheduler like it would for Facebook and Instagram. And the third way is directly into pinterest they they do have like a scheduling aspect within pinterest itself but the last time we checked you can only do 7 to 14 days in advance whereas the scheduler you can do 30 40 60 days Um, so yeah three main ways directly from pinterest uh, a scheduler such as tailwind and directly from your site
0: yeah, terrific. So, I mean, you obviously with your agency have tested a lot of images and I know that depending on the industry and so forth, it, it's going to influence some of the results. But typically, what are the images that you see getting more clicks? Are they more like the infographic or is it more of a lifestyle picture with some text on it? What are you seeing is starting to you know, continue to be popular?
1: I would say... Pre-2019, infographics were amazing because you could have a long infographic and you could fill up what's called uh, space. So you you can fill up as much uh, space on the feed in Pinterest as possible. So let's say someone has a pin and it's this big on the feed. If you make an infographic, you can start to fill up the feed. They would get good click-throughs. They will get good shares. And people would really enjoy those. But in, I think, the end of 2019, maybe in 2019 at some stage, they Pinterest reduced the size on all pins at all times. So everyone gets the same amount of space on the feed. So infographics kind of lost their uh, yeah. momentum. Um, so before that change, infographics, definitely. And obviously, you could create them in different ways uh, to generate more clicks to, to, to a website. At the minute, uh, and this applies to the organic uh, strategies and also the paid strategies uh, with the paid advertising, the best performing images that we've seen for most niches tends to be a lifestyle image with some text. Um, And that applies to the ads that we run, and and applies to the organic uh, uh, strategies that we use as well. Um, there are different ways to do different lifestyle images. We've tested all kinds of things from people looking directly at the camera. Uh, so, so you can look at someone's face to, some, to like a side shot. Um, and there's been no real difference. It just lifestyle in general seems to be uh, the most popular right now.
0: Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: One of the things that I'm always saying to clients and, and reminding myself of, you know, you can have incredible tactics, but it really has to be following a, a solid strategy that has an outcome, that has a purpose. Otherwise, you could use any tool or any platform that could generate incredible results, but the way in which you're using it and there's no purpose and intention is really where the gaps are. So if you were to have a conversation with a business. Let's just say that they are a coach, um, a business coach, say, and they were then thinking, okay, great, what is a good strategy for us as far as maybe content is concerned, frequency of posting is concerned? What are some of the things we need to keep in mind?
1: Yeah, that's a a good question. It's quite a a large question, like to answer. So maybe if I give...
0: Maybe some highlight bullet points. These are yes, the things yes. that you don't have in place, then yes. the rest of the things that you're doing are just not going to land an impact. Yes.
1: I would say the first thing to do is before you publish anything onto Pinterest is to use Pinterest and actively look on the platform, is this what people are looking for? Because, again, it goes back to this is a search engine, so it will tell you uh, exactly what people are looking for. They'll You can see what people are looking for on the top where it gives you different color buttons and it will show you related search terms, phrases. You can also use the drop-down menu, like Google where you type in certain keywords and it will give you a list, that's another way. And the third way is type in what it is that you wanna talk about, press enter and then see what comes up in the feed. And you can see are are the pins that come up in the feed actually matching uh, what the search term is. If it's way off, uh, then probably not. And the same, if you're not getting any related terms or additional phrases, probably not something that's being actively looked for right now. Yeah. Um so yeah, it, it is what you're talking about and right then What people are looking for. Um, Craig,
0: can I stop you there before because I've got one other question, a deep dive. So if you type in a a search term and you get the, you know, the little buttons across the top, am I assuming that the buttons that are most closest to your search, so the ones that uh, are first, are the more searched ones, and as you move to the right, they're less and less searched? Does it rank that way too?
1: Possibly, like that's something we've not actually tested. We've just we've just taken the stance of if it's in the feed and right, within the search, yeah. they're all going to be fine. Um, yeah. What we've also done and like tied into what you've just said, we've actually typed something in originally, uh, a, a content idea, and then we've seen better phrases within uh-huh. the search term. So we've removed the one we put in and we built our own uh, uh-huh. title based on two different terms that pinterest provided us so we put something in and we got two better ones back so with them we then we went and said yeah
0: that's a great it. strategy yeah. when you're searching for uh on pinterest and you know you're doing a little bit of research to see is, a is it being searched for and b what comes up can that inform you know and and maybe direct us creatively creatively as to what we might term it do we get an, from pinterest similar to what we might get on google to see how many people are searching is, is that available or not on the pinterest platform
1: um pinterest don't give you that uh, specifically but there i forget the name of the tool or the app i'm, I'm sorry uh there's a, a chrome extension or a chrome app and it it won't give you volume metrics but it will provide uh how many times a uh, so all of the top performing pins have been looked at and clicked through. So you can kind of see. So that is quite helpful. That's actually quite new. Maybe in the last nine months or so, it wasn't something that was available before, but that does exist. Yeah, um, yeah. What we also do is, on the because just because Pinterest is showing us something, it doesn't mean it's as high a volume as search engines. So what we do is uh, we take what we think would perform well on Pinterest, and ultimately, our clients are building brands. Some of them are e-com- most of them are e-commerce brands building from scratch. others are uh, adding additional content to what they already have. Obviously, from a bigger picture, from a small picture, we're just looking at Pinterest, but on a wider scale, we want to help our clients achieve the results across all of the platforms. So what we do specifically uh, Google, so what we do is we take the popular terms from Pinterest and we run them through the search engine tools. At the same time so then we get to see the volume metrics on google like yeah. is this worth going after is it worth, Is it competitive uh, is the monthly search volume there and if it is we then tie it back into okay we should create a couple yes. of uh, Content around the around these topics,
0: yeah, yeah, and that really will inform as far as the content topics, what you are seeing. Because that makes only that makes sense, doesn't it? If people are searching for them on other platforms, yeah. I'm, we're assuming that they're being searched for on Pinterest too. I mean, with the the kind of results, then I mean, obviously, we're talking about. Um, Non paid kind of what's the term when you don't when you're not paying for the paid ads organic organic yeah. kind of yeah. strategies uh, what sort of measurements and this is just I'm curious I mean obviously as you uh, who are either investing for your own business or on behalf of a client what sort of metrics then uh, is Pinterest giving you for you to make a decision this is going to be a good paid strategy, or, or at least, I mean, obviously, there's some predictive things that you can use. But what are what are you using to measure whether to say yes to this paid strategy or we need to tweak
1: for the for paid paid strategy? For paid, or, yeah. yeah, just interested okay.
0: people, yeah, for paying, yeah.
1: So we would for paid uh, strategies. Maybe if I take a step back, because this is actually tied into one of the things I mentioned about most. Uh, e-commerce owners in particular have missed the change that we've seen happening over the last say 12 months uh previously pinterest's paid uh ad manager was very um basic it was really basic even up until the point of the beginning of 2020. in the last 12 months it's just like quantum leaped from what it was so now we're able to be more specific and target uh, in a more meaningful way paid ad campaigns. Uh, We can look for, it, it provides a ton of metrics. We can type in keywords, phrases, search terms, interests. You now have the ability to retarget. You didn't have that ability before. And if you did, it was very, 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 very basic. Now, I would say that the paid ad campaigns that we're running uh, the retargeting of uh, customers, uh, visitors that have been from Pinterest to our client sites, they're actually proven to be very profitable. So we're okay. able to retarget in, in a more meaningful way. So in terms of how we approach um, a paid ad campaign, we would look at the product first and then see is this a product that people are looking for. Um, and then we would, if it's a yes, we would dig into the, the ad manager and look, look to see what metrics we can get, like how, how big an audience is looking for this type of uh, product. Um, and if it's not, we would just say it might be worth doing, but bear in mind this doesn't seem to be uh, as popular as maybe a different platform. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we, we, we would look at the product first.
0: Yeah. That ad manager, the back end, the, the statistics and, and uh, information, is that available just for people behind in in their accounts or do you have to have uh, actively the desire to uh, to to pay you know to the paid ads does pinterest allow you to kind of have information to that back end the access to it
1: yeah definitely uh you can if you have a pinterest business account uh yeah. all you need to do is go into the settings and create an ad account and from the ad account you can see all of the metrics You don't need to set up a campaign in terms of running one, but you can definitely walk through the steps and you can see uh, how big an audience uh, and how how popular something is based on the ad manager. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, that can really inform you. Specifically, you might think, well, let's see what we can do with organic reach first in that way. And if that's really successful, then you can, it's like, well, imagine if we amplified that you know, yeah. and put some money behind that. So, sometimes it's a good balance to be able to do that. And I think with anything, it's being able to be as informed as you can, can yeah. kind of steer you in the right direct direction. What about frequency on the Pinterest platform? Does that make a difference? And something else, so frequency and then engagement, because on some platforms they say if you're engaging with other people's content and commenting, so in Pinterest if you're pinning and and maybe doing that kind of thing, does that help with kind of your, you know, the the algorithm, if you will? Uh, What sort of results are you seeing?
1: So with frequency, pre 2020 there was no guidelines, there was no best practices in this respect and I can vouch for this because in 2017 when I launched my first site, we would just pin consistently manually like within the app itself uh, and with schedulers and there was no there was no set strategy. it was just put all the content out as much as you can as frequently as you can and it worked like it worked really really well. Now, um, you can't do that strategy. That's the, probably the quickest way to get your account shut down. I think it's for the best because it does stop accounts spamming. You're like You only compose a certain amount of times per day. Um, so to give you an idea of frequency, we would, like this is, again, in line with best practices, but also what we've tested over the last couple of years, anything from five up to 20, 25 pins per day Uh, That's the range. Pinterest actually actually suggests, I think, either 10 or 15 up to 25. 25 is like the the top end. Uh, We've actually seen better results on 15 less. So we go from 5 up to 15. um, That's per day. In terms of frequency, you can pin the same pin multiple times. This is one of the benefits of Pinterest. Whereas with Instagram, we'll just use Instagram as an example. You put one image up and it's done. You don't keep posting it. With Pinterest, if you have, this goes back to the account structure, if you have your boards set up in a correct way, you potentially could pin one pin up to 10 times because you could have 10 boards uh, that are suitable for each piece of content. However, the, the gap... Uh, it should really be a minimum of about three days between each board, up to 10 days. Yes. You can go higher, but yeah. And it, we right now, we're actually testing seven days. So day one, we would pin to, uh, let's say, board one. Seven days later, we would go to board two. Another seven days later, we would go to board three. Um, so a nice big gap is probably uh, a better idea right now.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And so I have multiple boards then. And of course, before we finish today, we will uh, get you to share your your details on Pinterest so that we can certainly follow because there's nothing better than to, to have a look and, and see what, what people are doing. And I was going to ask a question around pinning. So you say anywhere from say five pins to 15 pins. Within those actual pins that you're doing, obviously you'll want to have some of your own pins, but does pinning other people's pins that is similar topic to what you're doing, obviously, does that help too or it doesn't matter if you pin only your own pins, that, that's fine? That's
1: a great question and that's a question that doesn't get asked often, so I'm, I'm glad you asked that. Um, again, pre-2020, um, there was no guidelines on this. People actually assumed that it's a better idea to share other people's content for... for a range of different reasons. I personally never bought into that. I didn't understand it. I still don't, I I never got why you would do that. But in the last year, uh, there's a recent interview that basically said there is no SEO value or value in sharing other people's content. So we don't share any other content, except in the the very small case where we're doing something within a scheduler, but 99.9% of the time, we only share our clients content.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. I think the one of the reasons that they do that, well number one, if you're not able to create your own unique content, still being able to pin and have some form of, you know, movement in the feed and the algorithm. I think that that was one reason why they said that. And secondly, that you're looking to develop, develop relationships with other people that may be pinning in the similar industry as yours. So, you know, if someone else pins, it's like, oh, who pinned that kind of thing? So, I think that's probably the the yeah. thought behind that because that's what a lot of people do on other platforms, don't they? Engage yeah. to, to, to have your content be engaged engage with, engage on other people's content. But as you say, in the Pinterest uh, space space platform, that's not really something that you see um, that often. I think it goes back to,
1: I mean, if you took the same approach on Google and YouTube, they're both search engines, you wouldn't, share, if you were, if it was possible, you wouldn't share someone else's No, that's context. right. Why would you? Why, yeah. And it's not really,
0: yeah. is it? it and, wow. and and, and it's so kind of asking that thought kind of confirmed to me that that I'm thinking about it not as a search engine yeah. but rather a social platform. So I'm glad you picked up on that. And that's good because sometimes we do. We compare what are we doing across other platforms. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things that I uh, always love to, to ask if I have the opportunity, but particularly with, with these t- technologies And you've said, you know, a number of times that, well, prior to this, this is what the platform was doing. But now, are you starting to see or even kind of say to your clients, we are seeing a shift towards this? We want to make sure that you start to continue to keep this in mind as you're thinking about your strategy on Pinterest, the pin, you know, the, the content that you're going to be sharing. Are you seeing some? Things that you can kind of predict, and, and I mean, prediction is only so far, of course, but some trends that you're starting to see that maybe are just starting up.
1: Yep, a good, yeah, good question. Uh, yes to both. Uh, so, yes to we look for trends, and yes, there are changes that we've let our clients know about. I'll start with the trends first, the trends is really effective and Pinterest actually give you this information. You can actually type into to Google, I can't remember the URL, but if you okay. type, in, uh, type into Google Pinterest trends and then you'll yes. be taken to a, a Pinterest site and you can now use three locations. It used to be just the US but now it's US, Canada and the UK. So you can see what's trending right now within these three locations. So if you're specifically writing for a US audience, you can go through all of this data. And if your content could match some of these trends, now is a good time to publish them and post them. So that's really powerful. Um, And the second thing is, in terms of the shifts and the, the things that we've seen happen, there's what's called Uh, a shopper's experience on Pinterest now. Previously, this didn't really exist. And if it did, it wasn't as uh, relevant as it is right now. And what that shopping experience is, is when someone comes to Pinterest to look for a product, uh, Pinterest is now actively and openly and freely showing e-commerce products within what's called an explore and a shop on pinterest feed so this didn't really exist before you you had to actively type in different products now when you type in a product it will show you uh, a re- it will show you a, a effectively a brand new feed specifically for the products you're looking for previously it was a list of products uh pins related to content like all sorts of stuff now they've separated this and then we actually found i think it was an interview or a, or a piece of content that was written by Pinterest and it said, we're actively looking to enhance the shopper's experience. People we were like, okay, this is a step in the direction of e-commerce and product owners in particular uh, for this yeah. specific feature. So that was one thing that we picked up on probably the beginning of this year.
0: Yeah. would you, Have you found that with so many more people online now that there has been a surge to the amount of people that are searching regularly on the Pinterest? Have you seen that with you know obviously the last two years a lot of people have been restricted and in their movement and so forth has that impacted the search searches on pinterest
1: definitely uh i would say the amount of new business accounts that are consistent and grow on pinterest is the same and i think it's because people don't understand what it is however as a user, their user base doubled in 2020. It went from 250-ish million per month active users to just under 500 million per month. So the amount of new people on the platform is nearly doubled. uh, But we're not seeing that many new uh, creators uh, or e-commerce brands or service providers Using Pinterest at the same levels. And if they are.
0: Which is great. That means consumers, your potential ideal client has uh, now doubled. Over on the Pinterest account, so from a business perspective, it's just another you know tick you need to be over on the Pinterest uh, platform. We have just, um, I'm sure, scratched the surface, but thank you so much for kind of pulling back the curtains and showing us. Because obviously, you guys are just investing so much time with your clients and the feedback that you get. I think it, it's a, a value, such value, because we wouldn't be, never in, in, in any of our individual businesses be able to see the kind of results you're seeing across all of those client accounts. Right. So Craig, how can people find out uh, a little bit more about what you do, but particularly I'd love for you to spend a little bit of time happy for you to do this, to share what does working with you look like? What sort of um, can you offer people? And then of course, how can they connect with you?
1: Yeah, perfect. Thank you. Um, so I think the best place to go is uh, www pinandgrow.com. Um, I'll provide a, a link uh, to you so you can uh, share this. Um, there's also um, a case study section, which is really interesting. We have five recent case studies that went up. Um, and we've tried to be as uh, diverse as possible. So we have a range of uh, different results across different industries, all on Pinterest. So that, that some of those are quite interesting. Um, obviously, feel free to read through those. Uh, there's also, which I'll provide separately, there's a contact box within um, my site. I will share that. And if any reader uh, or listener to the show puts in that they heard uh, me speak on this podcast, if yes. they put into the comment section, ambitious entrepreneur, we will order their account for free. Um, so they can, so they can see like what, what needs to be done, how to move forward. Um, so yeah, we, we will actively do that for them. Yeah. Um, the other two places, uh, actually the other one place mainly is, uh, YouTube. Uh, we, I kind of put out one video per week on how to get started, how to use Pinterest and, uh, all the changes that are happening as well.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And of course, uh, we're live streaming now, but what we do, Craig, after uh, with my podcast production team, we you know create some of the highlights and there's a workbook and everything that will go with it, with everything, which um, is, is often a good place to start because then they can download that and then go and check out the resources that you've just said uh, yeah. and uh, take down notes and things like that. But uh, look, please feel free to uh, reach out to Craig. We'll obviously, once the show goes live on the podcast platform, have additional resources that you can use as you're kind of uh, looking and seeing what he's doing. And of course, all the contact details will be there too if they're interested in finding out more. Okay, Craig, we've we've, uh, stalked all of your content. We can see what you do. Can you help us do that? That's obviously a conversation that they can reach out and and ask you more about as well. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. What What's life like over in Bali at the moment?
1: Um, strangely enough, it's it's warm all around. Anyone who's been there will tell you it's warm all around. However, I think we're about to enter like a heatwave stroke hot season, and it's particularly hot right now. Uh, but yeah, life, life is good in Bali. Life is good. Um, life is
0: good. Same old, same old, which is good. So uh, you and you enjoy uh, the warmer weather. They're here in Melbourne, which I'm based. We are four seasons in in a day, so if we don't like the current weather, wait five minutes and you'll have another uh, season. So, But again, thanks so much for coming on the show, Craig.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you
0: for having me. This podcast is brought to you by the theinfluencealliance.com